Stephen Mansfield is the CEO of Equist Departments New Zealand and with us now. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you. Thanks for the time. Listen, you guys declined the opportunity to become one of those managed isolation or quarantine facilities. Good move, do you reckon? Um, well, uh, I hope so. The, the decision, I mean, we've been in New Zealand now 23 years and um, we've invested a lot over that time uh, to establish our relationships with, the, with our core market base. And we just felt that um, going over to what was perceived as an easy option and a safe option with MIQ would um, would actually not be the right move for us, and we we thought we thought the actual current environment was a, was a great way to prove the validity of what we're about. And um, staying open, um, we we stayed open during the level one lockdown. All of our operations stayed open. Uh, we achieved an occupancy percentage of around forty percent during that, that phase. In, in a complete market lockdown, I think forty percent was quite admirable. Um, we had essential workers staying with us around the network, medical staff, engineers. Um, key government departments supporting their facilities and community services. So it was, you know, it was great pride that our franchise operators at significant financial and health risk that they were able to provide the support during the very uncertain times. Um, ultimately, as I said, whilst pursuing it, the MIQ option could have been an easy financial option, we felt ultimately that in the medium to long term it was not going to be in the interests of the Quest brand or our business. Yeah. Uh, what was particularly great to see is that our franchisees who are carrying the bulk of the financial strain, the vast majority were very comfortable not pursuing the easy, quick financial solution that, that MIQ would have provided. Um, 40% um, occupancy, Stephen. Uh, that's obviously yeah. during the lockdown periods, as you said. What's it jumped up to now? Uh, we're back trading around 75% across the network. Is that good? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, typically August, September are normally... Uh, 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 the, the quieter month of the year, it's the off-shoulder peak periods. So for our, from our side, we were very happy. We were only about 5% behind last year. Um, even with the um, the shutdown in Auckland for September, we'll finish we'll finish September at about 5% behind where we were last year. Um, so, you know, at this, and, and our forward bookings for October are very strong. Our forward bookings for October across the network are up with almost on par with where they were last year. Um, obviously what we are missing, and because we are predominantly a provider to the corporate sector, what we are missing is the event component of it, the conferences and the exhibition side of it. But, um, overall, the base is very strong. Yeah. Now, listen, you guys had expansion plans, right? You were wanting to open five new, new hotels in the next year. Are you still going to pursue that? Yes, we are, because, um, I mean, we made those commitments three or four years ago, Um and um, that's the way our growth works. It, it normally takes us between five to six years to develop a new project and deliver it to market. Um, that's the lead time and how much work goes into it. The, um, and when we make these decisions, we're making a commitment to these sites for 20 to 30 years. So in any 20 to 30 year phase, you're going to have arguably a number of financial cycles or, um, or various cr- economic crises on the journey. So uh, no, we're still proceeding. We still believe the fundamentals of our locations our model and why we're doing it uh, are still relevant and robust. Um, We've heard a lot about firms wanting to cut their travel plans and actually doing it and then choosing instead to do the business over the likes of Zoom. Have you seen evidence of that at all? That's a good question. Um, I've been in the sector almost 30 years and I've seen aeroplane strikes and um, I remember I was in Melbourne running hotels when we had the aeroplane strike for six months. Aeroplanes weren't allowed to fly, weren't flying. And everybody said back then that people, you know, won't go back to travel. Everyone will do video conferencing. Um, 
what what we're seeing, and certainly the feedback we're getting, if, if I look at our occupancy, business has got to get back to business. And Zoom is great. It's great if you've got nothing else there. It's a, it's a very poor option. Um, and it's probably, you know, it, it, it supplements and supports a telephone call. But doing face-to-face with clients, customers, um, uh, working through issues, presenting product, um, that still does require and restructuring businesses. Um, in this, during the GFC, the only market that grew in New Zealand was the domestic corporate market. They had to travel because, but their needs, they traveled for different reasons. Rather than selling to clients, they were restructuring their offices um, and still had to support client needs at the same time. So certainly our occupancy and the feedback we're getting from our customers is that um, um, Zoom will will be part of the process, but not overtake the, the yeah. engagement program. 